Welcome everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today in the Reinventing Healthcare in Africa room. I am Dr. Kike Oduba. I will be your host today. And uh, we're going to be, you know, following up on our previous conversations. But today we have a guest speaker, Sam who is a telehealth consultant and trainer. Uh, she's going to share with us some solutions, um, which we've previously, you know, um, deliberated on in previous weeks. But uh, Sam, being the expert, we're going to have her up and speak to us and tell us more about telehealth and how we can, you know, use it to expand access to healthcare in African countries. So, um, if I think this is a good time to start, I'm gonna turn the music down. That way we can all communicate more clearly. Awesome, thank you for opening up the room, Ife. So uh, I'd like to also welcome Ifeko, Emmanuel, and Chi, who are gonna be moderating with me today. Uh, if you could introduce yourselves, uh, let's start with you, Ifeko, and we'll move to Chi, Sam, and Emmanuel. Could you go ahead, Ifeko? Hi, good evening uh, from the UK. Hi, and hey, Dr. Kika, hey, Chi, hey, Sam, hey, Emmanuel. Uh, my name is Ifeko, or you can call me Ife. <coughs> I work primarily within the pharmaceutical industry, within clinical research and development, and of course, healthcare as well here in the UK, but globally at the same time. So it's good to be here again. Thank you. Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much for coming, Ife. Uh, Chi, hi, can you unmute your mic and introduce yourself to everyone? Hello, hello. Sorry, I am on the road, so I'm going to um, just um, briefly introduce myself and mute my mic and, and listen until I can park safely. But my name is Chi. I'm glad to be here. Always love being in this space. I'm a doctorpreneur's coach, so I am all about the business of healthcare operations. And um, I am passionate about healthcare, access to healthcare, healthcare disparities, and solutions to um, healthcare inequities, especially in Africa. Again, glad to be here. This is Chi Nanta. Thank you, Chi. It's always nice having you in the rooms with me. Um, hi, Sam. Thank you so much for joining us today. Could you mute your mic and introduce yourself to everyone? Yeah, thank you, Dr. Kike, so much for having me in the panel. I'm excited to be here today. So I am Sam Lipolis. I have been in the telehealth space for 11 years, 10 of them at large health systems here in the States. And then also um, did a couple of trips and, and research in um, one in Tanzania and two in Peru, looking at different ways to implement telehealth um, in lower resource areas. And so I'm excited to be here. I'm now a consultant with private practices, large organizations, um, state and government entities to help with their telemedicine. 
and then also do a lot of training, uh, not only through online courses, but through customized trainings that organizations want for their particular teams. Uh, so I'm just excited to be here and to talk about the different ways that telehealth can improve access, especially you know worldwide, but obviously in our context here within Africa. So thank you for having me. Awesome. We're excited to have you, Sam. Hi, Emmanuel. Thank you for taking out the time to come on today. How are you? I'm fine, Dr. Kiki. Hello, everyone. Good day. My name is Emmanuel. I'm based in Nigeria, and I work as a project manager, and I work for one of the state governments. I was particularly excited about healthcare because it's from the basis of human assistance. And I've been involved in the provision of physical infrastructure for health facilities and the buildings and whatnot. So I've seen the importance of healthcare to sustenance of life and productivity. So, and I'm also passionate about uh, technology solutions for healthcare, how we can adopt technology to make healthcare access better and easier for people and even cheaper. And that's why I'm excited to be part of this discussion. Thank you, Dr. Thank you. Awesome. Always a pleasure to have you, Manuel. So I'm going to hand over the mic to Sam and um, have her tell us a little bit of what health, telehealth is for so many people who may not know what that is. Uh, tell us what telehealth is, the benefits of it, and who... Uh, is able to take advantage of telehealth. Sam? Perfect. Okay, so we'll start. You know, what is telehealth? Um, what's really important for people to remember when they think about telehealth is telehealth is not unique and distinct clinical care. It is only a tool to deliver clinical care. So it is the idea of how do we provide healthcare at a distance. When we think of healthcare, at least pre-pandemic, we primarily thought of it as patients come to a community health center or to a hospital or to a regional hospital. There could be these levels of ways they interact for healthcare, primarily done in person, in some kind of physical space. And when we think about telehealth, um, that phrase can be used in many different ways. There can be a lot of definitions for it, but to make it easy, it's because the definitions are less important than the concept. And the concept is, how do I use technology to provide healthcare at a distance? So examples of that technology could be um, text messaging. It could be apps, so different apps that could have questions or symptom trackers that a patient could enter. We, of course, um, email, telephone, and then video conferencing. There's also telehealth, which is remote patient monitoring, and that would be more complex and definitely somewhere that you'll need to have you know, good resource to be able to implement but the idea there would be you might have um, blood pressure cuffs, pulse ox, these different devices that take biometric data from your patient, and then they come into a central location that could be monitored by nurses. Now, telehealth mm -hmm. can happen in a variety of places. It could be 
um, directly in a patient's home. It could be also in a more rural community health center, because if you think about smaller towns, rural locations, you have different levels of providers. You may have locations that has a community health worker, but there may not a doctor, then maybe that doctor comes once a month, maybe there's never a doctor there. And so you could use that community health worker as a way to communicate with a higher level uh, provider, nurse, doctor, things like that. You can also use telehealth in a hospital setting. <coughs> Pardon me. The concept there would be in a hospital setting, uh, you could take an example of stroke. So a stroke neurologist is a very specialized trained doctor and they're not everywhere. You don't have a stroke neurologist in every hospital. So in a hospital setting, we could use telehealth in an emergency room setting if you come in for a stroke and you may have a emergency room doctor, but you really want this specialized consultation from a stroke provider. And that's where we bring in a camera and can bring in telehealth. So again, the concept is how do I treat people at a distance using technology? The place the patient can be can be really broad. Wherever you have a reasonable cellular signal, you can do telehealth. And especially if you are in areas that may have less resources, you can start to look at things like text messaging, uh, different kinds of email algorithms that can really provide a lot of support for community health workers to be able to get assistance from higher level providers who could be miles and miles away in a regional hospital or, or a different setting. So I think the, the next concept was who is this for and, and how can it benefit? I really believe telehealth is for all. And I look forward to the day that we don't even call it telehealth, that it's just healthcare and that these are different tools that we use to do the healthcare. So I think everyone can benefit from, you know, a child, an adult, someone with complex diseases, someone who's very healthy but wants to do regular check-ins. And I also believe all of our different kinds of healthcare providers can benefit from these tools, whether it's a community health worker or a very specialized physician at every level telehealth and the tools of telehealth can expand access and expand expertise. I think the one of the most important ways we can look at it is how do we get the specialized services that we want for all patients to have access to by using the tools of telehealth, regardless where the patient is located and where the provider is located. That's my high level summary. That was brilliant, Sam. Thank you so much. And of course, it was high level, but you broke it down in such a way that I'm sure everyone in the room would, uh, you know, be able to relate and understand uh, what you've spoke, spoken about. And so in summary, uh, pretty much telehealth is using tools, digital tools uh, to bridge the gap between uh, patients and providers, regardless of distance. And so you mentioned some really interesting facts there, how that um, it goes hand in hand with using specific tools that you put in the hand of um, 
community health workers or nurses in, uh, in a location or the patients themselves in order to be able to gain access, which would lead to my next question. That is about access. Is it possible to do telehealth in a no internet access area? So I would ask what I would counter the question is, does that area still have cellular service? Um, most likely, yes. Uh, Emmanuel, you live in the north, right? I know I've heard of places in the north where there is no phone service. Is that still correct or that's um, a thing of the past? Emmanuel, are you there? Okay, I'll go on to you, Sam. So, yes, yeah. most likely there would be phone service. Yeah, so I will give the example, and this is already, oh, 11, yeah, it was 11 years ago when I first started in telehealth. I was in Tanzania, and we were in the Ngorogoro Conservation Area, and um, obviously no internet access there, but we did have cellular reception, and What's been interesting to me as I travel around the world is that in the United States, we can actually have less cellular service than we see in a lot of um, the, the developing world. So as long as you have cellular service, yes, 100%, it can be done. And I think the most important thing when we think about these tools, these digital tools to do help telehealth, is that we create programs that match the resources that are available within the area. So if you said to me, okay, we need in the north of Nigeria, we have cellular service, but we don't have internet service, what kind of telehealth would you recommend? Then I would really look at it and say, um, you know, what's, what's the health system? Do we have the community health workers who are going door to door? Do we have a community health center? What does that look like? And then we could actually design, I would start with saying, well, let's first look at text messaging kind of tools that we could, for example, if say you had common diseases, right? Whether it's your infectious diseases or you know, even even malaria watch, different kinds of surveillance, we can actually design text messaging algorithms that community health workers could be asking questions in a very systematic way. So some of it would be automated, where the questions would come through, but then there could be triggers that if it's a higher level need, they then connect to a regional health center that maybe has a nurse or a doctor on the other end, again, always one higher level that could have, help answer those questions. And then we would test to see if, are those cellular service strong enough that if we needed to do a video, that we had the ability. A lot of video is low bandwidth, but we always have to test in those locations. So I would never come in saying, yeah, let's just do all video on cellular service because I would really wanna test and make sure that it works well before we create a program like that. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much. So in talking about um, 
creating programs. Well, before I do that, let me reset the room real quick uh, because I see there's quite a few people who came in after you started. So this is the Reinventing Healthcare in Africa room. And uh, up here I have Chi, Sam, and Emmanuel as moderators. What we're following up on conversations we've had in the past on how to improve access to healthcare in different African countries, especially in underserved populations. And we have Sam here, who is a telehealth consultant and trainer, and she's been doing this for 11 years. And she's told us exactly what telehealth is, which is pretty much bridging the gap between healthcare providers and consumers using tools and devices uh, that are mostly digital. And so um, if you have questions, please raise your hand. I'll bring you up. I see you Bernadette, you're trying to come up, but I've been trying to bring you up, but I don't know what's going on with the app. If you would leave the room and come right in, maybe it will reset itself and allow you come up. Uh, I just wanted you to know that Bernadette. I am in now, Dr. KK, I'm in now. Oh, you're in. Perfect. Uh, but I don't see you on the stage on my end. Oh, I see you now. Thank you so much. I just pulled to refresh. Awesome. Okay. So um, before we start taking questions, there's one last question I wanted to ask Sam. So in case this comes up, I want her to uh, just tell us uh, ahead of time what the process is. What, what Can you walk us through the process of starting a telehealth practice in a primary care center where we have community health workers and health educators on ground. How do you start the process? Okay, good question. So the question is, how do we start a primary care telehealth service where we have a community health worker? You mentioned one other, but it wasn't as high as a nurse. So um, on the ground. And so again, I'm going to use the context of the treatment we're doing as primary care. We're not trying to bring in specialty care into that primary care center. So where I would start there is first off, you always want to know what your local regulations are. So Nigeria will have a set of regulations. Tanzania will have a different set of regulations. So first we do have to know the legality. And with the pandemic, many countries um, have, have had more, I, I call it modernization of their telehealth rules. So let's assume that, um, that the rules are, yes, you can practice telehealth and you can use, you know, text or video or phone as long as you are licensed in, again, whatever, or a credentialed, certified as whatever type of provider you are. So we always start with legal. Make sure you're legally doing what's allowed within your country province, region, whatever your local rules can be. So example, in the states, in the United States, we have federal rules and state rules. And so we always review all of those. So review that first. Once you have that in place, what I would most likely be looking at is then I would look at what kind of um, connectivity do I have? Do I have cellular only? Do I have um, uh, internet that comes into that health clinic, understanding what your uh, ability to connect to the technology is, because that will influence what kind of programs we have. So we're going to go again, the assumption that we have cellular service, and that within the health center, we have at least 
three bars on our cell phone. And you know how normally we'd have four bars, but we're going to say our cell phone has three bars when we're at the community health center. And we'll also make assumption that within community, so within the town, village, whatever that space is, that we also have cellular service, but it is it is not as consistent and we might we can only count on two bar consistency at people's homes. And the reason I would look at that is because you want to understand, are we doing things from people's homes in addition to doing something at the community health center or are we not? And so again, we're going to say you have cellular only three bars at the community health center, two bars in people's homes. So now we know our tech choices. That means with three bars of cellular service, if we need to do a video visit based on low, like a low bandwidth video tool, we should be able to, that should connect appropriately. With only two bars of cellular service, I would not recommend um, deciding you could do video visits from a patient's home. I would instead say if we're treating patients at all within their home, then I would be doing text message only. I would then look at what are the most common things that you might have to refer out and refer up to that regional health center or local hospital, whatever your next level is. And the reason I would pick that is because I'm trying to keep 